This week on the Brokers Helping Brokers podcast, Carmen Costa from TCG Lending Centers joins Dave and I. She's also from Axiom Mortgage Solutions, and she's talking all about what it takes to become eventually a broker owner yourself, to become a leader, and what mindfulness can hold for you as a business person in general. Let's go. Welcome to the Brokers Helping Brokers podcast. I'm Chris Baker, President and CEO of Mortgage Magnates, and I'm alongside our EVP and COO, Dave Tanner. Dave, welcome this week. we got a big week this week. Yes, looking forward to having uh, Carmen Cost on the podcast. Uh, I, I assume she's going to be very passionate. She uh, is that type of person and uh, a true visionary, so it's going to be great to talk to her soon. Yeah, anytime I've ever spoken to her, she's very passionate. She's really passionate about, um, you know, really just about her agents and about her brokerage and, and, but also about mindfulness. And she's got a brand new podcast she's going to talk to us about today, too. But I am, uh, I'm very excited to talk to her about, you know, what it's like to be a broker owner, uh, how you should be a leader when it comes to doing it that way. And, and, you know, I'm sure she's going to have some things to say about uh, the industry itself, too, which will be exciting to uh, hear her perspective. Oh, I assume she's going to have some things to say about the industry. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, one thing about Carmen that uh, everybody to agree on, I'm sure, is that she does invest in her people. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. And let's learn more about that. She's joining us right now. Uh, everybody, please welcome Carmen Costa from Axiom Mortgage Hamilton. Carmen, how are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. We're so glad you joined us today. We're really excited to with some of the insights you're going to be able to provide about kind of starting up your own brokerage and moving over to Axiom yourself and, and some of the mindfulness uh, work you're doing. Um, but for those who haven't heard of you yet, or maybe just don't know enough about you yet, could you describe uh, yourself a little bit and, and your background and, and also your time in the industry? For sure. So uh, this morning, I was like, how many years I better count so people don't hold me accountable. Uh, so 10 years, I was with Scotiabank. Uh, I left Scotiabank on my 10 year anniversary. I came over in 2014. My son was three months old. And I started as a broker on uh, the dark side, so they say. Um, so I've been, uh, I was a broker for about two years, I uh, decided I wanted to open up a uh, well, we started off as a team and then I went off on my own and then I joined Axiom. So everybody's like, how many changes have you made? Uh, but we were home. So we're finally home and I'm excited about what's to come. So that's awesome. And that, that Carmen leads right into the next question about Axiom Mortgage Solutions. Uh, what drove that decision from the, from the bank to, to uh, or sorry, from where you were prior to Axiom? So um, I know we're going to get into this. Uh, I'll leave that part out. But uh, the reason why I joined Axiom was um, the guys that they're a brokerage with a heart. So I'm all about uh, mindfulness. You guys will, you know, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, my new channel, uh, what I'm doing. Uh, but the reason why I chose to go with them is they perfectly aligned and resonated with me. And um, 
we're going to get into this. Uh, it's all about numbers with lenders and it's all about how you treat lenders. It's all about um, the white glove service. Uh, when I first came into opening the brokerage myself, uh, I didn't know. I had no idea. Right. So I was like, well, they're going to give me top. I'm with the network. They're going to give me top, you know, top dollars. Uh, it doesn't work that way. You need to commit to numbers. You need to give them numbers. So there's a lot of reality checks uh, I got, but I guess we're going to get into those questions as we roll into uh, the segment. So, yeah, absolutely, we are. And, and one of the things that I think uh, is important to talk about is the passion that you do bring to leadership, right? Because you're obviously going to get into the mindfulness part uh, in a second, but you do bring a strong passion to leading teams and keeping them motivated. It was a big reason you became a broker owner. Uh, and actually, sure. recently you were featured in uh, Mortgage Broker News on an article that was uh, that featured Axiom, of course, uh, for this very reason. So, could you tell us about your passion on about being or for being a leader and uh, what it what it was like to become a broker owner and why, why that was right for you? So I, honestly, I opened up my own brokerage because um, I felt the leaders that I had prior to me were not doing a good job. Um, I'll be quite honest with you. Um, this is a man's world. As much as, you know, I was a top producer, uh, pregnant with my second baby, and I I didn't feel I got the respect I deserved, um, you know, and, it, and it, it's something that we're eventually, you know, it, it'll realign. Uh, but we know that this is this is a man's world and that's fine and I'm okay with that. Um, so I decided to go off on my own and uh, branch, um, you know, open up a brokerage and have control of my team, right? And have control of, you know, my uh, story. I always tell this to my team. You don't like your story, rewrite your story, right? Start a new story. So what I did was I literally, you know, took control of my life and um, I decided that I wanted to open up uh, a brokerage. Um, but with opening a brokerage, I do want to emphasize you're, you're going to get the raw truth. Um, it's not as easy as some people think, right? So um, there's strategic ways of doing it. Um, it's very costly, but numbers is huge, right? Lenders want to see numbers, right? So, but when it comes to the leadership aspect, anybody can teach you mortgages. You know, I can give you rates. I can give you updated rates. That's not the point, right? If you're a shitty salesperson, nobody wants to deal with you, right? And I found in this industry, there was a lot of shitty agents, right? So when I opened up the brokerage, I was like, you know what? I'm going to teach these guys to be good people. And I remember one agent in particular telling me, I'm not going to read a book about self-development. And I said, buddy, you're the one that needs more self-development. So, you know, he read it and now, you know, he's, he's a great person and you want to deal with him. Right. So um, we're going to come, we're going to come to this question as well. It may be all about rates today, but there's going to be a huge um, culture shock two years from now. I'm telling you right now, when this industry realigns, good luck, your, your skills better come out and you're going to have to learn to put a deal together, right? It's not about all rate, right? And unfortunately, we're in this market right now, but a couple of years, you're going to have to be a good person. So I'm preparing my team to be good people, right? So, and I'm teaching them the skills on being the best mortgage agent, best mortgage broker out there. That's a, that's a great point. You know, things are going to shift uh, probably over the next couple of years, like you said, so that oh, yeah. uh, that's going to be key. That's going to be key. Now, Carmen, I'm an agent. I eventually want to become a broker owner. Yeah. What advice, what advice do you have um, for me to go that route? And how should I know if I should even consider that as an option for myself? What do I need? First, what skills do I need? 
Yeah. First and foremost, volume is everything. So I don't care what anybody says. You join these networks and nothing against the networks. Your commitment comes from your brokerage to the lender. It's not the network that makes that commitment. And people need to know that, right? So that's one thing I wish I had known before I opened up uh, and went off on my own, because there was a lot of costs, operating costs that, you know, for the first year, um, had I known that I needed the volume uh, and the commitments, uh, I would have 100% aligned with a brokerage that does, you know, over a billion, just like Axiom, right? So I met them literally uh, six months, I think it was, no, it was about a year after I opened doors, and it was the best decision, right? So in the end, as much as, you know, we talk about mindfulness, as much as we talk about leadership, um, we want to get paid top dollar, right? We want to get paid the top commission from every lender. It comes down to that, right? So, um, you know, the best decision I made was aligning with um, Axiom Mortgage Solution. Um, I actually just, I, I don't know, uh, I'm not TCG anymore. We actually branded as Axiom, uh, Axiom Mortgage Hamilton. So now we're Hamilton. So, um, and it, it was the best decision we made. Uh, it sounds really cool because, um, you know, I, I want to circle back actually to your previous answer for one second. And, and you talked about, um, you talked about being, being a human and being kind of that good person and that, that the industry will change in the, in the next little bit. Um, I, I have a feeling this is about how you brand yourself too, because, and just going back to that, you know, it's so true. We, we hear this all the time and you, and you hear it from any expert. There's, there's some people that just sell, and I know you're going to get into this, but there's some people that just sell entirely on rate, but you could do that at a bank. You know, we, we are the experts in this industry. We are, the, we are the driving force of advice, right? And if you're going to have home ownership advice, you're going to want it from a broker. You're not going to want it or an agent. You're not going to want it from necessarily a bank who you're going to see somebody different every time you go in the branch. Right. So, um, I think that also speaks to the branding, you know, people need to be preparing for that. And, and, you know, everybody's saying, well, I'm busy right now. Uh, but, and, and all I have to do is give the lowest rate and I got a deal. But as you say, that's going to change. And you guys brand yourself at Axiom Hamilton very differently than most other people in the industry. You're not sharing newsletters. You're not sharing policy updates or rate sheets to the general public. You're actually doing videos, podcasts like this one, really creating a lot of content. Why do you believe that that way of branding yourself in this industry is so important? I know when I'm shopping, you know, for anything, I'm looking for somebody's character, right? I want to know the salesperson I'm dealing with because, you know, you can sell on the cheapest rate, but that's not, you know, and I, I want to mention something. I'm going to throw this out there. Um, I always tell this to people, you want the best rate. I'm not the, I'm not the place for you. I'm really not. You know what I mean? There's, there's somebody out there. That's the bet, like the cheapest rate out there. And you can get that online, but if your deal goes sideways, I can guarantee you want me in your corner because I'm the expert that's put in a, you know, a deal together that works for you. Right. And the problem in this industry is we lost touch with that. What we're doing is this is the biggest purchase of somebody's life. When you walk into the bank with a million dollars and you sit down with an asset portfolio manager, they actually go through questionnaires asking you exactly what you need, right. To know your risk tolerance. What is the difference with mortgages? So when you're sitting with me, that's what I'm doing. I'm knowing your life and I'm knowing like in three years, is this person going to upgrade, you know, or downsize? What is this person going to do? Am I going to put them in a low basic rate? Is that going to benefit them three years from now? Today, it may have benefited you, but three years from now, when you're paying that big penalty or you can't get out of that mortgage, you're going to be pissed. And you're going to say that agent screwed me over. But guess what? That agent's not in the industry anymore because they were just a rate cutter, 
right? And eventually that's going to die down because with the, with the deferred payments, with all this stuff, you're going to have to do unique financing to get stuff done, right? And it's not all about privates all the time. You need to know your products on the B side. You need to know your products on the mix. You need to know all of this, right? And you need to know how to speak and communicate with the lenders, you know, acting, you know, with force and disrespecting people is not going to get you an exception. And we've had exceptions here where people are like, I can't believe you got that done, that deal done. You know why we got it done? Because we're mindful with how we communicate with the lender, right? And it's, and it's something that is taught. And it, unfortunately, people are like, oh, I can't believe my kid is like that. I'm not saying parents teach their kids like that, but I can help you get become a better person. I can help you, right? And that's what I've done with my team. But I also, I want to mention, I do care about my team. I care about each individual. When they go through tragedy, I'm right next to them. I'm right at the hospital with them holding their hand, right? We are in a certain, like in a human you know, experience and everybody forgets that. People forget that and they're all about, you know, and I, I don't know, you know, you've been in the broker industry. When I came here and I had my son three months old, that you did not have any feelings. It was more about, did you get your numbers in? Was it okay? Fully forgetting I had a three-month-old, you know, in a car seat next to me while I'm, you know, selling a mortgage, right? While I'm putting a product together, right? No respect whatsoever. When did we lose that touch as humans? When did we lose that touch, right? And we were just, I just finished a podcast where I'm telling you, it was all about when somebody, I, I was watching a video on Facebook and somebody was getting beat up and there was five people recording it, nobody stopping it. What is the difference in this industry? And we all know it in this industry, some broker owners abusing their agents. What is the difference? Why keep silent about it, right? So this is the things that I'm trying to teach my agents. Don't disrespect another mortgage broker. They're not your competitor. We're all in the same industry. We're professionals, right? Treat them professionally. Treat them as a human. These are things that need to be taught, right? And unfortunately, it's it's more about comp like competition. You know what I mean? You leave my brokerage, oh, you're a competitor. You're not, you're a friend. You know what I mean? I didn't suit you anymore and that's okay. You know what I mean? The door's always open for you to come back. Yeah, definitely. That's a, that's a great policy. I, I like that uh, spirit of camaraderie, basically, right? Um, sure. This one goes back to, to rate again. We can tell you're very passionate about mm -hmm. this uh, portion of the business for sure. But we've never seen, like you said, we've never seen your team sell solely on rate. Um, why are you so passionate about it? And what, how do you think that sets you apart from the rest of the industry? This, this industry, like let, let's call a, a spade a spade. This industry is uh, saturated. It's overly saturated with agents. You can get your license in one week. I'm not even kidding with you. Uh, I think we're the only profession that you can literally, um, you know, get your, your license in, in a week. Right. And that's scary. Like I always say this, you know, I, when I sit down with a salesperson, I'm like, how long have you been in the industry? What experience do you have? What certificates do you have? You know, what education do you have to handle the biggest purchase of your life? right? That's the biggest purchase. So my thing is, is I try to ensure that my agents are educated, right? And we, I tell them, educate the population. It's not about rate. You know what I mean? If you lose on rate, we had a, we have a policy here. If somebody's going to try to rate cut us, I don't compete. I don't because then you lost sight of what value I bring to the table, 
right? And you lose And some of my agents get very annoyed. And I'm like, you know what? So I let them know, fine, it's your business. You want to, you want to buy the rate down, but people know here, I don't buy my rate down. I have my own book of business as well. And you know what? You'll get the commentary that's like, you know, and I had it on LinkedIn. Oh yeah, sure. No problem. You know, you keep selling on your product and service, but it is a product and service business. We're here to put a product together. Stop making our, our industry crappy. You're, you're selling on rate. You're making us less professional when you're doing stuff like that. And this is what's happening. It's crazy. Right. And people think that's okay. It may be okay today, but it's not going to be okay in a couple of years. I can guarantee that. And that's okay. You keep selling on rate today. That's perfectly fine. I'll catch you in two years. Right. Yeah. You'll catch them with the person that's going to come to you, right. And need the advice and want to pay out and see if they can get out of that rate, even if it's even possible. Right. So, exactly. you know, I, I think that's so important, I, you know, within this industry, you know, we, we see people undercutting each other all the time. You know, I, I can beat that. I can beat that. 100%. Less about the team uh, aspect of the industry. So I love your approach there saying, you know, we're all in this together as an industry. Let's start playing it that way. Um, and and that kind of leads into getting out of that old school way, which we're kind of in that old school mode right now with how busy everyone is. But we do hear from a lot of newer agents as as an education company that it's not as busy for them, right? So um could you talk? Cause they're just trying to get started. They're just trying to get into this. So could you talk for a moment about your vision for the industry's future in particular for people who, you know, might just have joined this industry and are looking at this going, maybe this wasn't for me. Maybe it is. If you are an advice giver, maybe it is because in two years it's going to head that way. Could you talk about your vision of the industry's future and, and how you think all of that's going to play out? For sure. I believe wholeheartedly um, the rate, the selling on rate is, is, is not the way to go. Right. So we're all about, um, so I'll, I'll give you an example here. When you start here, you go through a two week Academy, right? So I run you through a two week Academy, uh, try to uh, understand what your knowledge base is. Right. So, and I do ask that in the interview process, I do ask that, but I also don't want just anybody selling a mortgage and giving them a certificate. Cause you know what happens, right? What's happening today is here's your certificate. You know, uh, they get out of school, you know, all these top networks get a list. You start soliciting that person, you take them on and then you throw them on the streets, right? We all know that happens Uh, here. It's not like that at all. We put an academy together. I sit down, you know, and we do deal runs, right? You're not allowed to, you know, you don't have access to your systems right away. I have to ensure, you know, what you're talking about. On top of that, we do motivational Mondays, right on top, you know, on top of that, I do individual coaching. I work really hard with my agents to educate them because it may be today on rate, but in a couple of years, you better know how to do this job. You better know how to put a product together. You know, you need to read, you know, you need to sit down and analyze a client's situation to understand what product best suits them. You know, we have agents out there and I, I, this is my famous question. What do you sell variable or fixed? Right. And I get a lot of variable and I'm like, so have you taken a risk tolerance on that client? Can they sleep at night? Like that's the same as mutual funds. I used to sell mutual funds. So I'm like, do you take a risk analysis? Like, do you want that client losing sleep over that? Right. It may be the best product for you, but is it the best product for the client? Right. But no, we're selling on rate and that's what we're taught. Right. We're taught to just sell on rate and it's not it's not going to happen in the next couple of years. I feel a huge shift is going to happen and I'll just sit on the corner while people tell me you keep selling like that carb and you keep doing that and let's see how successful you'll be. 
and I'll slowly grow, right? Eventually agents are going to want to come over and, and know the secret. You know, I'm educated and preparing my agents for the time, for the perfect time, right? And that's to come. We all know it. It is not sustainable, the rates that are being handed out right now. You are aware. If anybody knows anything about econ- like economics, you know that it's not sustainable, right? So, you know, it, it's a little scary that you sit with some mortgage agents and you ask them, you're like, hey, or even mortgage professionals, what do you think is going to happen in the next couple of years? All oh, the rates are going to keep dropping. I'm like, no, no. You know, you, you really got to you really got to know what's happening. Right. So um, it's all about preparation. Right. And that's that's what we're doing. And I, I'll tell you, I invest in my agents. I pay a lot of money out and call me stupid. Call me the mortgage, you know, the broker owner that puts a lot of, you know, uh, tools in their in their agents hands. I do it for a reason. The time is coming. Right. So. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a, absolutely. That's a great uh, that's a great philosophy. And, you know, that's sort of why we exist, you know, another tool in the kit. So it, it all aligns, it. you know, sort of what we're all doing together. Um, Carmen, you're definitely very passionate about this uh, industry. We love that, Chris and I. Um, we we notice too how visionary you are. Um, you're a real visionary. You have a, that nature about you, um, not just in business. So so we'll set that aside just for a minute. Uh, sure. Community wise, what are you doing in the community, and and how do you or why do you go that extra mile? I guess. So I, we, we do, we do charity. I'm not big on advertising about charity. I have a local charity that, um, where I grew up downtown, uh, you know, uh, we, we contribute monthly, right? So I'm not heavily involved. I, I, I write the check. I don't advertise about it. If, unless they need something, I will. Um, but there's like a whole opinion on that whole situation altogether. Um, what we've started, and I know this is going to lead uh, like segue into the next question. Um, what I've started and it's costly. You guys know what it's like to run a podcast and the cost to have social media run it. What I've started is, um, a new channel. It's called reclaim your energy, uh, because I wholeheartedly believe that, um, as just as a society, as a collective, I believe that we give our power away. We don't do, um, you know, we don't check facts. We don't educate ourselves. We follow a crowd, right? So we're, you know, it, this is what the masses are saying. And we're, we're, we're walking with the masses, right? So what I've done with my agents and I've seen changes in them, you know, this was like two years ago, I started to empower them. And I'm like, claim back your energy. If you don't believe in it, you know what I mean? speak up, speak your truth. Right. So, um, you know, we started reclaim your energy and, uh, you know, it's literally just a segment of us talking, uh, today we spoke about, because I had a ton of comments, a ton of people asking me to be, um, guest speakers for the summertime. I, I didn't like, I didn't see it being that successful. It takes up a lot of, like we do maybe once a week recordings, but I, I was telling Jamie, I'm like, I can't believe how successful it is because this is what people crave right? You know, that feeling where you're like, you know, it's wrong. You know, that it's not resonating with you, but everybody's doing it. And nobody's ever told you otherwise, let me be that otherwise. Right? So I believe wholeheartedly, you have the capability to make decisions on your own. If you just sat for five minutes, and really thought about what you want, right? But what do we do? We let social media, we let the media, we let everybody dictate our decisions, right? And your opinion essentially like you can, you can look on and, and nothing against, I love mortgage brokering, nothing against it, but everybody's following, following like one trend, 
right? They're following, they're, they're following it. And it's like, do you really believe in that? Are you afraid to speak up? Right. And, and even in society as a whole, when you see something wrong, do you think it's right to follow that? Do you think it's right to agree with it? Right. Like we have to stand up for what we believe in. And I believe wholeheartedly, we all have the capability of standing in our power and, you know, reclaiming our energy, you know, and that's why when we put this together, I remember I called Jamie, uh, it was, I did a 30 day water fast. And right after I called him, I said, listen, I want to do this channel. And he's like, so is it going to bring you money? I'm like, no, it's not, it's not going to bring anything, but you know, I want to help, you know, I want to help society. I just, if you watch my podcast and you get one thing and you better yourself, that is my, you know, it's not money. That's a great energy exchange. I'm happy that you made a, a shift in your life. That's all that matters. Just think for yourself, right? That's all I'm asking. Yeah, absolutely. And we, and we have that philosophy here as well. We call ourselves Brokers Helping Brokers Podcast, but that's actually what Mortgage Magnate's whole mantra is about. I love brokers it. Brokers Helping Brokers. And we have absolutely no association to any brand. And that was our entire intention in developing this. And, and for that reason, we want the industry to help each other, not necessarily in a Facebook group. And we have, again, us too, we have no problem with the Facebook groups, but we don't participate in them for the most part because you know, it's, it's not, we don't see it as brokers helping brokers as cleanly as it could be with Thank you. consuming content. Right. So, yeah. um, and, and so let's circle back to that reclaim your energy podcast. Cause I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing about this. I, and obviously it's a big passion for you. Why should mindfulness be part of everybody's daily routine? Uh, I, I totally believe that it should be whether you're, you know, you're not having the best day or whether you're having the best day, I believe wholeheartedly, you should always ground yourself and you should know exactly what you're doing at all times. And you shouldn't let the outside forces dictate what you're doing because eventually it's going to catch up to you. Right. And then you start to hear about, you know, people not being happy, but they don't know why they're not happy or they're depressed and they don't know why they're, they're depressed. It's because, you know, they're suppressed and they have no idea. You really don't. Uh, Jamie said something to me during a podcast and it actually clicked and it made sense, uh, sense to me. He said, he goes, I don't know why some days I'm off. I'm off. I have no idea. And I'm like, are you're on social media all the time, right? So subconsciously you're watching negativity all the time. You know, if you just sit for five minutes and meditate and catch yourself, you will 100% start your day off perfectly right? Because you have control of your life. You have control of your story. So you, you can rewrite your story. I could have a horrible day today. Four things could go wrong for me. But if I choose to rewrite my story and I just stop in my office, take five minutes, catch up, and then write my story, rewrite it and change it, then I, I will change. I will change my dynamics. I will change my demeanor. I will change my frequency, right? But people don't get that. They just go with the flow. You know what I mean? And this industry, not for nothing. I, I love, you know, being a mortgage broker, but I love being a mortgage broker from a distance. I'll be honest with you. And I, I hate saying, cause people are like, I never see you at events. I never see. And I'm like, there's a reason why, you know, I don't, you know, sit around people because I'm trying to keep my frequency high. And this industry is very drowning. Like we know this, it's a sad industry. It's a lonely world. We know it, right? Cause you get your, you're part of a brokerage. I was in it for two years. I didn't feel a part of a brokerage. I felt alone. I felt by myself. Right. 
So I believe wholeheartedly now, had I been the way I am today and the way I, you know, I am so mindful of everything, I would have been different and different choices would have taken into effect. I would have went, I wouldn't have went on ego. You know, I would have, I would have resonated with the brokerage that sat with me. Well, just like Axiom, right? Gordon Gord, both of them, they have like amazing hearts. And I know you're like, well, what does that have to do with mortgages? It has a lot to do with mortgages because when it's the best, everybody's going to be the best. But when it's the worst, those are the people that are going to pick you up, right? Do you think it's fair that when you're at your worst, somebody's kicking your head down? It's not fair, right? So I want to make sure that when I'm at my worst, Gordon Gord is there to pick me up, right? So that's what I look for. I look for, and as much as, you know, people are like, well, you can get it for free. Not everything's for free and that's not important, right? You got to really pay for, you know, you know, people's service. But I, I think this industry as a whole, whether it's a mortgage agent saying, what's the best split you can get me? You know, what's the best rate you can get me? That's because we did that as leaders. The old leaders back in the day, this is what they were doing. Sell on rate. You know, you know, what's the best, best split you can get? What is the best, you know, I don't want that mentality. I'm breaking free from that. You know, I'm starting something new, right? And if honestly, I, I wholeheartedly, you know, and I, I remember people telling me, oh yeah, with those, no, you're not going to make it. You know, I've got 30 people under me, right? Clearly it's working. You know, I could be wrong. So my thing is, is I hope, you know, eventually the industry catches up. I'm hoping that in two years, we all catch up to this. I really do. I really do. I would want all of us to be mindful, right? But in this industry, it's very difficult to find another mortgage broker or agent that's mindful. It really is. Yeah. For, further to that uh, mindfulness, Carmen, I know, and it's a little bit of an anecdote and I apologize in advance, but my yeah. dad, early seventies, he called me the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he says, I said, how you doing pop? You know, same thing as, as always. Yeah. And he said, I'm, I'm shitty. I said, well, what's wrong? He said, well, I watched the breakfast television. He said, I watched the news at noon from wherever, Hamilton Kitchener, wherever has local news now. And he says, and then I watched the evening news. And then I watched like a news show from probably the US, a Fox or CNN, wherever um, in the evening. And he says, it's all pandemic and it's all misery. And it's, I said, get the hell away from it. So right. He on his own decided, and I it, it clicked in my brain when you said, take five minutes and meditate. He does that. He goes to his little den and I love he closes it. his eyes and he just shuts down for five minutes. And he's cut out about half the news he watches. So he's reclaimed part of his day as well. Thank but, God. <laughs> but I'm going to definitely have him, you know, point him in your direction uh, for your podcast. And I think it, it would, and if he can do it, you know, early 70s. Anybody can certainly do it. Anybody can do it. Yeah, I do. I have my kids do it. So I homeschool my kids. So, you know, everybody's like, how can you do that? You homeschool, you run a brokerage, you have your own book of business. And the truth is I have all the time in the world. You know what I mean? I'll be honest. Like, and, and this, this, this change took effect two years ago when I watched my dad take his last breath. I was like, I, I don't want this. Right. I don't want it where, you know, I'm on my deathbed and I was a mortgage broker that made no change in the industry. Right. And it's going to be a slow and steady change, but it will happen. Right. And everybody will take those five minutes and, you know, they'll center themselves and they'll move forward. You know, and we like me and Jamie, we're just talking about this. When you're commenting, you know, when you're commenting on anybody's post, some comments, I'm like, would you do this if you were face to face with them? Like, it's crazy. Like, tell me I'm wrong because you can go down a rabbit hole with that. It's like, would you say this face to face? 
Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't say it. So why are you easily saying it? Because subconsciously we're watching so much negativity. We're on Facebook. We're, you know, and, and I would say five years ago when I decided to do, you know, the social media, the branding and how much it was costing me, I did it because everybody was on social media, but platforms are also used for a bad agenda. And we need to be aware of that. You just need to be self-conscious of it. So, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, absolutely right. Uh, Chris Carmen, more than more than aptly answered the my question, so it's yeah. it's back over to you. All right, well, good, I, and that was great. I, I mean, I love that. I mean, the passion you're bringing to all of this discussion, Carmen, is is amazing. And um, you know, as a as a prof- mortgage professional myself, uh, if I'm a new agent or I'm regardless of whether I'm a new agent, you know, what can I do to um, commit to being more mindful and, and being more connected with the world and, and sort of the universe around me? A hundred percent. So I always suggest to pick up a book. Um, so there's a couple of books that we're putting on uh, the website as well, like on our channel. Um, I, that's where I started. I started picking up books. I started to read about, um, you know, there's more to, to life than just working. Right. Um, and then on top of that meditation was, was big for me. Right. So, um, meditation was hard when I first started, it was like, there was a thousand things racing. Now I, I, I tend to say I'm an expert, but I can go on for hours meditating, right? Because I like spending time with myself. Um, but I would say education is key, right? Like, communication is key. If you have an issue with somebody, you know, talk about it and talk about it in a, in a well manner, you know, like not, you don't have to be an animal about it. Right. And I always feel like in this industry and it's, and I don't like, I, I believe with like, you just, you, you get that feeling, right? Like everybody just, you see your leaders do it. So then, you know, oh, I'm entitled to all of this from the lenders because I do this much volume you know what, slow down there, buddy, you know, like, you have to be respectful, right? Like, we weren't raised in a barn. So, you know, when I see that where people are like, they better respect me, blah, blah, blah. You know what, you need to have respect, right? So key respect, knowledge, communication, um, you know, just pick up a book, pick up a book of self development, you know, uh, take five minutes, regroup yourself, center yourself. Uh, When you're mad, you know, um, analyze your feelings. Why are you mad? You know, what made you angry? Right. And I always tend to say, you know, this is huge and it's hard. I'll be honest with you. I find it hard too. when I'm when I when somebody has a dispute with me, which is very rare now because, you know, I I did purge a lot. I got rid of a lot of people, um, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you, if I'm in a dispute, I literally look at the other person with love and compassion. And I'm like, why are they like, why are they angry? And then I start like, it, it may take 24 hours, but I catch myself and then I go back and it, it throws the person right off because they're like, whoa, you were really passionate about it yesterday. Like you were pretty much telling me off and today you're agreeing with me. Right. But it's just, we need to look at other people's perspectives. Right. And that that's huge. Like as a new agent, don't go with what, you know, your brokerage is doing if it's not right. If it doesn't resonate with you and it's wrong and you feel it's wrong then it's wrong. Right. So I think we always just go with the trends. Right. And then you become and you conform to something you're not. So then depression and sadness and all of this happens. Right. So so reclaim your power. Right. And I, and I keep saying this and I can repeat it over and over. And people are like, yeah, yeah, I heard it. But are you doing it? Like, are you doing it? It's it's key to, to start just, you know, don't let somebody take your power away. You know, like, honestly, Chris, you may not like me. You may be like, Carmen, I don't like you. I'll be honest with you. You know what I do? Like, I'm like, okay, you don't like me. It doesn't really make a difference in my life, you know? 
And that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to like me, right? We can get along. We can still get along and have a respectful relationship. Um, but nobody owes you anything, you know? And I think the broker industry, like the broker owners, uh, the network owners, the mentality of like these lenders, they owe us something, you know? So they have to respect us. They have to bow down to us. You have to pay our lunch. You have to do all this. It doesn't, there's a respect. It's a two-way street. You guys have heard that, right? Like we, we heard that growing up. Respect is a two-way street. So just be mindful of that. Just respect people, communicate better. You know, you don't have to make somebody's life, you know, horrible. You don't have to reply to an underwriter, you know, and be like, oh, I make more money than them. You don't have to do that. You know, and I'm always telling my agents, I'm like, you know, if I see, and I've had where an agent has gone off and I'm like, I'll sit down with them. I don't, I, and I, and I go through it and I put them in that person's position. I'm like, what do you think? And people will say, well, that's a waste of time, but it's not because then moving forward, this agent's not going to do it again because they went through the whole situation and they started to feel for that other person. We lose sight of that. Right. So, um, I would just say, just, just respect, you know, respect communication, you know, like it's huge. That goes a long way in this industry. It really does. I, I just want, you to know, cause not that I'm saying this, this, this industry lacks, you know, respect, but it kind of gets a little crazy sometimes. Yeah, no, we hear you. That's for sure. Um, a couple points I, I want to make real quick uh, takeaways. Uh, you know, it's called the golden rule for a reason, you know, yes. treat people how you want to be treated. It's, it's pretty simple. You know what I mean? It's really simple. Just treat people how you want to be treated. And, and having said that, I know Chris really likes you. So <laughs> that's, true. That's, that's true. <laughs> As do uh, I very much, yes. very much. Um, I know it, I know it doesn't matter, but we we're, we're big fans. That's um, awesome. Now, Carmen, uh, at, as we get to the end here, you know, and, and wind up, uh, this has been fantastic. First of all, uh, on behalf of Chris, myself, thanks so much for doing this and, and taking the time. We always like to give our guests the floor at the end and, uh, and let us know your sort of final thoughts. And if there's anything we missed or, or anything you want to get repassionate about, certainly uh, you have the floor and, and now's the time. For sure. So I, just a couple of things. You had one question there that was really, really key. Um, an agent that's in the industry, that's not really doing numbers. Um, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're living in, you know, they're thinking that they're not going to make the next uh, paycheck. Um, mindfulness, you know, you have to think about the vision that you want. Here we do vision boards, right? So as much as you think it's, it's a gimmick and vision boards are a gimmick, they're not, right? So you write your story, you know, as much as you think, you know, oh, I'm, I'm a part, I'm a victim of the story. You're not, you are the author, right? So, you know, you have to get up, write your, you know, your vision down. I do, I do pictures. So I do a lot of pictures of what I want to see, right? So you can do that. And I would, I would tell any agent out there, anybody can be a top producer, right? It's you that's right in the story, you have to write that in your story. And if you want to change your story, you don't have to be the agent that doesn't produce. You can be the agent that's a top producer, right? And I think people just need to know that, right? So when it comes to, you know, um, you know, I get people that come here and they're like, oh, I, I have, I've only done, you know, 3 million. And then the next year they're doing 12 million, right? You're the one writing your story. If it's positive, chances are you're going to succeed right? It's really hard when it's negative, right? You, cause you're not going to, you know, go away, like get any further from that. Right. But when it's positive, when you're in a positive frame of mind, 
possibilities are endless, right? And I, I wanted, I want to put that out there. Um, you know, five years ago, I was told, what a joke, what a gimmick, you know, uh, you motivating people, um, you know, that's a joke, it's never going to fly. You know what, a year ago, these networks are, are now starting to, you know, do this positive motivation, getting motivational speakers. And it's funny, four years ago, Carm, your vision is, is not working out, it's not happening, but now they're doing it, right? So, it's got something's got to give and it's going to happen. So I would just say to new agents that are coming in, um, you know, stay positive, you know, build, build your empire, you know, write, rewrite your story. You can do that. Great, great words. Um, and we got that same reaction when we had Jack Canfield on too. you know, certain uh, people who've been in the industry for a long time, you know, they were just talking about, oh, he was in the secret. You've just lost all credibility as an education company. Uh, did we though? Because he makes $600 million a year. So uh, right. I really don't think that's, that's actually the truth. Um, but it was again, because it was, you know, he did something like that where he's, he's just always talking about positivity and bringing that to your business, the success principles. You know, if you've read that book, it's full of actionable items. It's not all about, sure. you know, it's not all about, you know, just the positivity, but you have to bring the positivity to everything. And, uh, and, and his messaging was great too. So um, I want to thank you so much, Carmen, for being here. This has been uh, incredible. It has been full of passion. It has been, there's a lot of takeaways. I think there's going to be a lot of people that really benefit from uh, a lot of the things that you've said. Um Thank you so much. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. Dave, I, I or... honestly, I do want to say, I feel blessed that you guys asked me to be on here. Uh, I feel, you know, I want to give my gratitude to both of you. Um, thank you so much for having me. I, I honestly feel blessed. You can let the team know. I'm like, I feel like a rock star now, man. I've made it. I'm on <laughs> their right. channel. I made it. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Dave's got me on this channel. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had John it a year ago. I don't know where I got that idea out of. I think it was just from all the you know the things I do see about you. I could have swore you were on our on our uh, platform, but that's on me. That's my bad. I know. No, Andrew it's was, all good. I was really happy. I'll be on it. Like I, I I can't. You guys made my day. So Chris, when you reached out to me, I was like, I feel blessed, man. I was like, the universe is working. I put that's me. Right. I put you guys on my vision board. So. I love it. I love it. Awesome. We like to, we like to be on vision boards. Although I took Dave nice. off of mine, but uh, <laughs> he he likes you. He doesn't like me. That's right. That's right. I don't I care. Oh, you guys well, are awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carmen. So are you, and uh, we really really appreciate you being here. No problem. Thank you so much for having me, Carmen Thanks, Costa Carmen. from Axiom Hamilton. Everyone. All right. Our thanks to Carmen Costa from Axiom Mortgage Hamilton. Uh, wow. Was that a passionate interview? Uh, a lot, uh, a lot of takeaways from that interview. If you weren't taking pen to paper, watch this thing again, listen to this thing again. Uh, she's got a lot of tips and tricks for you uh, from a leadership perspective, but especially from that mindfulness uh, perspective, Dave, I was stunned by some of that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Is the right word. And you said it. Um, yeah. Very passionate. She's uh, extremely passionate about, uh, you know, her agents doing things, the right way, essentially. Um, she doesn't sell, you know, solely as you heard very clearly made very clear in that podcast, uh, on rate alone. And you know what, that's, uh, that's not always a bad thing at all.
No, well, you can't. I mean, the thing is, you know, it's great when it's a transactional environment that you're in and which is where we are right now. But I think what a lot of mortgage agents and professionals and whether it's in the U.S. or Canada, uh, you have to remember is these rates are not going to stay this way. Carmen said it beautifully in her interview there. And so you are an advisor first. You know, we have one unique thing that we really, really do in this industry, and it's knowing your client. It's, it's providing mortgage advice rather than just transactional things. That's if you want to do that, go work for the bank. But you make a lot of money as a mortgage professional. There's a reason for that because you're expected to provide the advice that a client deserves. And I think what she was saying there is exactly along those lines. You know, it's great to give them a great rate right now. And that's, that's awesome. But when two years down the road, they're ticked off, they can't even get out of that mortgage because the rate you, you promo, you put them in, whether it was a basic one or whatever has, you know, a huge $16,000 penalty attached to it, or you can't get out of it at all. So it was. And I think Chris, the, uh, sorry to interrupt you there. The, the part of that, that hits home for us as a education company in the mortgage space. And that's all we do. We're educational, uh, or an educational resource for brokers, brokers, helping brokers is the, the motto. Uh, it's pretty clear. And I think the smarter people in the industry are now seeing and, and maybe have seen for a while that this isn't going to last forever, the busyness. And, and that's why I think in the last little while, you and I have seen a, a spike in business is because of that. People are realizing it. The numbers are there. They're low for now. Things are going to change. What's going to set you apart? The fact of the matter is lifelong learning is the only way to stay successful. No matter where you look, everybody will tell you that from, from any industry. And it doesn't even have to be our industry from any industry. Success is sustained by continuously learning people who are stuck in their one place who do it always the same way. They're always going to lose, always eventually going to lose. If you're in a busy market, great. You're I'm proud of you. You're successful today. What are you going to do three years from now? Right. And so, um, you know, I think that 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 was spoken very clearly by Carmen um, and yourself just now. And I think that's that's absolute key is lifelong learning and keeping and and just and giving that advice. Right. Right. No, that's that's exactly right. It doesn't just have to be this industry. It can be it's anywhere. It's global. You know, this is, uh, this is what's needed to improve everybody's future and everybody's um, maintain, uh, having maintained their success. Yep. Mark Shapiro said it in the video that he did for us online uh, on MM University saying, get 1% of, uh, better every day. If you're getting 1% better every day, you're winning all the time. Right. And that's what he tries to do with the Toronto Blue Jays. And that's what, you know, I think everybody should be trying to do is get that 1% better every day. So, uh, so our thanks to Carmen again, awesome, awesome interview. I'm sure Carmen is available to reach out to anytime. If you're looking to have any questions uh, answered from what you heard today, I'm sure, you know, she's always willing to help out people and will help out people in the industry and make sure you watch her, your, her reclaim your energy podcast. It really is great. I have seen a few episodes of it uh, and it just gives you that, that, perspective right and uh you know it's not just mindfulness it's about the positivity as she said and you know storyboarding your future it's just awesome so make sure you catch that as well i i I love just to wrap up here chris i i love her whole attitude about everything you know she loves the mortgage industry from a distance and that's her that's her prerogative that's absolutely fine not everybody has to be at all the you know the center of attention at the rah-rah stuff that's fine too you know Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So our thanks to Carmen Costa from Axiom Hamilton for Dave Tanner. I'm Chris Baker. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you again next week. Uh, Thanks for lending and listening.